Welcome to Time for Change. I'm your host, Michelle Rosen, and today we have with us Amber Kiera. Amber is a blind professional speaker and coach. She is all about teaching people to use courage and overcome fear and live life courageously. Um, She has lost about 90% of her eyesight growing up and has learned to use courage to overcome fear and navigate obstacles of any kind. Welcome, Amber, and thank you for spending some time with me today. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm really, really excited about our time together. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm excited as well. And so um, tell me about your experience. Let's take um, let, let's go back to the past a little bit. When you started losing your eyesight, how old were you? Just a young child. So just about before puberty or? Yeah, pro- yeah probably about four or five years old. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I always talk about how our mind, so much of our, mind sh- of our mindset is um, created in terms of how to overcome obstacles um, from our upbringing. Who was it in your childhood that was dominant in your upbringing and where did you get that mindset from of overcoming obstacles? You know, I have have really great parents and uh, just overall a great family life. But I think, um, you know, for me, thinking back one person that was very instrumental in um, helping me to propel forward as a woman with a visual disability was my mentor, who I actually met um, right after sophomore year of high school, actually, so quite later on, um, who really, she herself was blind and um, has a very successful life and beautiful family and really um, just helped to, to give me that push that I needed as a woman with a visual disability to say, hey, this is what I have, but this is not all of who I am and this is how I can move forward. This is such an interesting point, you know, because you're basically talking about someone who was a role model, right? She experienced difficulty and she has taught you, she was your role model, right? In terms of how to do this and can you even do this and how to go about it. And I keep thinking about all the obstacles we're all experiencing these days, right? People are dealing with, we're all dealing with a huge challenge. I mean, talk about obstacles, talk about these times. And so what did you learn? If you were to define, what did you learn? What was her name, by the way? Uh, Her name was Rosie. Rosie. So if you were to like sum up in one sentence, if you were to say, oh, you know, you know what I learned from Rosie? I learned this. What would that one thing be that you would say that you learned from her the most that impacted you the most? Well, really, I think it all comes down to how I define myself and really the beliefs that surround that definition. So when I first started losing my eyesight, I really didn't like when people called me blind or they would say, you're going blind or you're a blind student or a blind person. Uh, Because really in my mind, the word blind was, was negative. It was like, you know, some, I just, I hadn't had any experiences with other people with disabilities. Um, But the way I had shaped the phrase or the word 
um, was really just around the way most people do. They think people with disabilities are helpless and uh, don't have amazing lives and um, need others to, you know, uh, to, to live their dreams or they can't do this or just a lot of negative connotations surrounding um, disability. And, um, you know, even when people, people might say, oh, I don't have any negative beliefs around disability, but the first thing they do or think to themselves when they see someone with a disability is, oh my gosh, I need to go and help them, or oh, poor thing. Um, so, you know, in, in a similar fashion that, that any prejudice would be, you go, I don't have that. But, but if, when we get down to the root of things, it's like, yeah, we all, we all do have some of these things. Even I myself, as a person with a disability, had to come to terms with what that actually Men. And so really, I think what I learned from Rosie is how she reshaped um, who she was. And she, she's like, yeah, I am blind. And um, blind to her meant something completely different from what blind meant to me when I first discovered that I was going blind. So blind to her meant independence, freedom, success, power. And um, blind to me meant was something very scary. So I really got to learn how to reshape and redefine um, the, the, the terminology of, of who I was. And that's what I do every single day. That's what I'm up to is um, redefining the term, not for anyone else, but really just for myself. That's so interesting. So you're saying that, and I really want to stop and, and fully understand what you're saying you're saying that blind to you was all about to Rosie first of all and then to you was all about power and basically you're saying um in a way um empowerment and freedom you said freedom too that's another word that you said explain to me why sure so um really when we're when we're standing in our power we're standing in all that we're created to be so I'm, I'm created, I'm black for the listeners, just so you know, I'm a black woman who also has a disability. I'm visually impaired and or blind. And so when we're standing in our power and showing up as our most authentic selves, we're not letting terminologies or um, labels per se define us. Yeah. We stand in the midst of it and define them. It's almost like... Um, I don't, even, I don't even know like a way to describe this, but almost like identifying uh, a plant by its roots instead of by its, its leaves, you know? Um, so, so really she taught me like, yeah, you, you can use the phrase blind without having to feel ashamed or embarrassed and you can do it with boldness and courage. Um, so yeah, that's why I do introduce myself in the way I do. My name is Amber Kiera and I am a blind professional speaker and coach because I am and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to hide my blindness or my disability. I'm not going to hide any part of who I am because they're important to me and I'm standing in my power whether you like it or not or whether you have misconceptions about any single part of me. I'm standing in my power and I am who I am. I love that. Now I have a question for you. Because to me, what you're basically saying, it's so important and you're so inspiring, Amber, and I'll tell you why. Because I'm sure you don't, you don't need me to tell you why at this point in your career, but I, I'll tell you how I perceive it. You're basically saying, my circumstances, my obstacle, right, doesn't define me. I don't hide it. I don't 
have a problem with it. I use it as part of who I am, as part of my self-development, as part of my professional development. I, it's a part of what I have. It's a part of my arsenal. It's a part of what defines me. But the problem does not define me. I am not the problem. The problem is something that I encountered, and this is what I did with it, and now I can transfer that knowledge back to you. Am I getting this correctly? Yes, I, w- yes. I would say so. So if, you're, if you were to talk to someone right now that is experiencing great difficulty, right? Um, it could be a difficulty in their marriage. It could be a difficulty that is financial. It could be a difficulty because they just lost their job, um, a health difficulty, anything that can get on the plate of a human being, you know, whatever it is that someone is dealing with. From your experience, for, from how you've dealt with things, what would you tell them? What would you so, and Rosie tell them? Yeah, so I'll tell you what, I'm gonna t- what I would tell them. Um, yeah. I've developed my own methodology for how I co- overcome great obstacles. Okay. And really it's a compilation of the wisdom that I've gained over the years from having to constantly, on a day-to-day basis, deal with people's low expectations and misconceptions about me because of my disability and how I've been able to overcome and thrive. I have two master's degrees. I have a successful business that I started and run as a speaker and a coach. And I'm also the founder and CEO of a global nonprofit. So I have, I have experienced a lot of people telling me no. I've experienced a lot of people who don't believe in me, who uh, judge me, who um, I've experienced a lot of prejudice and discrimination. So I've taken all this wisdom of overcoming this adversity and put it into a clear four-step method that I have coined the BOLD method, B-O-L-D, BOLD. Okay. And I'll just briefly tell you what each of those letters stands for. If this is the method that I teach from on stage. This is the method that I teach my one-on-one clients with when I'm coaching. B stands for breaking free from the story. So as you and I both know, stories can be developed based on experiences we've had, things that people have told us, and things that we tell ourselves in the midst of adversities or trying to make change. So number one is break free from the stories that I was living in was poor thing, she's going blind or you can't do this because you're blind. I also experienced a lot of stories due to my very, very dark skin tone, um, deeply rooted in colorism because I grew up in in the South. And so there's not just racism, but there's also colorism, meaning that if your skin is dark, um, you're a lot less worthy than another black person who has lighter skin than you. So breaking free from the story is the first step that I teach people. Um, No matter what obstacle you're going through, it might not even be an obstacle. You might just be trying to take a step of faith into your calling or your dream. But there are going to be stories that arise. And we have to learn to, one, identify those stories, and two, decide to break free, which is why it's so important to have somebody in your corner, like a coach or a mentor, who can help you to identify those stories and walk, walk with you along the path of breaking free from those stories as you make those bold moves. Number two is O, which stands for overcome fear. And I like to use the story of me learning how to use a cane as a blind person. Obviously very scary if you can imagine closing your eyes and walking along uh, the sidewalk in your neighborhood without your eyesight. Using a cane could be very scary at first. Using a cane or getting around as a 
as a blind person can be very intimidating, but the only way you can do that is by taking the next step. So the way you overcome fear is not necessarily, like you don't have to worry about the next 50 or 500 or 5,000 steps. I want you to overcome fear by taking the very next step. And that could look different depending on your circumstance, but I just want you to focus on taking the next step. L stands for live your truth, not anybody else's, but your truth. I have a really great way of helping people to identify what their truth is. And again, this is why it's so important to have a coach or somebody in your corner yeah. to yeah. remind you what your truth is because when you're out of alignment with your truth, there's going to be breakdown, frustration happening. Um, you want to be in alignment with your truth. So having somebody in your corner like a coach can help you remind you what your truth is and really help you to make those subtle shifts so that your life, your outside realm is in alignment with what your truth is. D stands for dream with purpose. Um, I'm not I'm not one of those people who who tries to teach people how to make ten thousand dollars a week or a day I teach people how to dream with purpose my whole life as a black woman with a disability Looks completely different than it would have if they didn't have people before me who were dreaming with purpose not dreaming with a monetary goal not dreaming of having uh, a pool in their backyard or all these material things which those things they do add value to our lives to a certain degree. However, if you're not rooted in a dream that has purpose behind it, you're going to experience burnout. You're going to experience uh, a lot of frustration and breakdown. So the type of people that I, I am only going to work with is people who have purposeful dreams because those are the people that are going to be the world changers, not just for this generation, but for the next generations to come. Um, so I love it because when people hop on a connection call with me, they want to pursue me as their one-on-one -on -one personal coach. I start them off with this bold method and I say, what's your dream? And uh, most people do have a personal dream, to be honest. Most people have a purposeful dream, but we are constantly seeking that alignment because the people that I want to work with are the world changers, are the people who are out to use their gifts and talents to have a purposeful dream and change this world. So that's a quick rundown of the bold method. Again, it's what I teach them on stage. It's what I work with my one-on-one -on -one clients with, and it's what is transforming leaders into bold world changers day by day. Amber, I'm sitting here and I'm, I, I mean, if my smile could go past my ears, loop back and I'm just, I love everything that you say. So much of what you say resonates with me on so many levels. Um, and I think if I go back to the role modeling piece of it, I think to hear these things from someone who refuses to let obstacles, adversity, define them. They embrace the adversity, which is what you're doing, and they work with it, and they grow from it. You know, there's a reason why the universe gives us difficulty. It's through the difficulty that we grow, and, and you've done that so beautifully. I think it's an inspiration to, to a lot of people, because I think people should look at you and say, if Amber can do it, so can I. You know, if Amber didn't let her blindness and her obstacles define her, why would I? Now, when those obstacles come, you're right. It's very easy. And you mentioned it before. It's very easy to feel sorry for yourself. And it's also very easy to feel sorry for someone else. But the question is not if we can, you know, the question is not why this happened to me. 
why blindness happened to me, why, you know, whatever the adversity is, whatever difficulty is, why this happened to me. The question is, what can I do with it to become better? So um, let me ask you this. If you were to think forward for yourself, you know, there's always the next step. Where are you going? What's your next dream? What, what, where, I know that I'm sure you've accomplished, I'm, I'm, I see that you've accomplished a lot. You came such a long way. What's next? Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what's next for me. So the first thing that I'm, I'm working to do is, is to really work with people one-on-one -on -one to teach them this methodology, to walk with them shoulder to shoulder um, as they go forward in their calling and pursue their purposeful dreams. Keyword right there is a purposeful yep. dream. Um, so, so, you know, in the midst of, of, of my business and all these different things that I'm doing, um, I've opened up my schedule. I've opened up my, my space to allow um, for, for several more people to be coached one-on-one uh, -on -one with me so that I can be an impact in transforming leaders into mm -hmm. bold. So really, really excited to just be um, extending this invitation to people to be coached by me in this unique, personal, and intimate way where I can use all of my knowledge, wisdom, passion, and expertise to get them from point A to point B right now. So that's one thing that I'm up to. Number two is I am the founder and CEO of a global nonprofit called Kingdom Eyes, formerly known as Canes for Christ, where we equip people with disabilities around the world with the tools they need to live life boldly. And so we are, we are out on a mission to do that. And every single day, I'm working on this nonprofit. I'm stewarding my team well. And um, we're, out, we're out to make a huge difference in the world. So working with people one-on-one, -on -one, whether they have a disability or not, the majority of my clients actually don't have disabilities. Um, they're just out to make a difference in the world. And so I've got, I've just opened up five more spots in my one-on-one -on -one coaching program, which I'm super excited. So I know that the next five people that I coach are going to be huge, huge world changers and impact um, the world for this generation, the next generation to come. So I'm really excited about like who those five people are. Mm -hmm. It just like, it excites me to the core because coaching is what lights my soul on fire. I'm good at it. I love it. I was born for it. And um, really getting, a, getting the opportunity to do that every single day just, just lights me up. And then two, really like working hard on my ministry to make sure that kids and adults with disabilities around the world have exactly what they need to live a bold life that they love, where they're getting to contribute to their communities every single day. So that's what I'm up to. And we are going, I'm going to put your um, information in the caption so that people can contact you. And let me ask you uh, one last question. If you were to talk right now to someone who is at the height of their personal crisis, at the height of their difficulty, really feeling despair, you know, almost like they see the mountain of challenge and they don't see beyond the mountain. And they're asking themselves, can I even climb it? And, 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 and what's behind it? Maybe there's another mountain and another mountain, another mountain, another difficulty, another difficulty. And, and so what would you tell someone at that point right now um, if you could talk to them? Three things. Number one, get clear. I want you to just think about, here's a question. 
What is the one thing right now? I'm not talking about next season or in five years or whatever. I'm talking about in this very moment. What is the one thing that lights your soul on fire? Like every time you do it, every time you think about it, it just lights you up from the inside out. What is that one thing that does that? For me, obviously, it's inspiring people through speaking and coaching. Right. Um, you know, for you, that could be doing nails. It could be yeah. baking. Yep. Whatever the case may be, running. Yep. I don't care what it is. It doesn't matter. Yep. This is the one thing that lights your soul on fire. I want you to put that in the cent in the center, and I want you to just go for it intensely. Mm -hmm. Go for it with passion and just everything you have inside of you. Number two, get focused. So take that thing in step one, that one thing that lights your soul on fire, and I want you to put it right in the center. I have tunnel vision. I can only see right in front of me. I don't have peripheral vision. I use my eyesight as a metaphor for a lot of my teaching, but the same thing is for you. Take that one thing that lights your soul on fire, put it in the middle. Everything else is on the peripheral. Everything else, circumstances, um, adversities, anything that's happening, stories that come up, those are on the peripheral. The only thing I want you to focus on is the one thing that's right in the center, that one thing that lights your soul on fire. And number three, get support. Three tips for that very briefly is one, what are you putting on the inside of you? What are you reading, watching, and listening to? Mm -hmm. Because everything that you put on the inside goes to the outside. So if you're watching things that are negative, things that take up a lot of energy, if you're watching like, all, you know, reading, watching, and listening to things that don't add value to the person that you want to be on the outside, I want you to take inventory of that. Number two, your communities. Are you in communities that support the person that you want to become? Yes. And number three, do you have a person in your corner who has an unbiased opinion of you that can encourage you, help you move forward, walk shoulder to shoulder with you, and give you the kick in the pants when you need it to help you become the person who you were created to be making the biggest impact on this world that you can possibly make. So again, that's get clear, get focused, and get support. And that, those three things right there, um, that'll get you through literally just about anything. Amber, I absolutely love you. You just gave all of us a kick in the pants. And I think that you are so inspiring. And I am sure that whoever comes in contact with you becomes better. And yeah. I think that is the ultimate goal in this profession, right? To help other people, to empower other people to be better and bigger and more successful and it's a wonderful wonderful thing i'm so glad i got to spend some time with you today and thank you so much for joining all of us today absolutely thank you for having me and just for the listeners we'd love to just extend this to you if any of this landed with you if you want to chat more i'm going to um provide a link for a free 30-minute connection call with me. If you want to hash out your vision more, you want to get some clarity, um, you want to get focused, I would love, I would absolutely love to just hop on a phone call with you to hear what's on your heart, hear that vision that you have for your life, and to find a way that I can support you in that mission in the best way that I possibly can. So go ahead, take a, take a bold step, take that next step, book a connection call with me. Would love to just hear what's on your heart and support you in that. That would be a very smart thing to do. I absolutely support that. And thank you so much, Amber, for joining us today. Thank you for having me.